Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I'm your host Demi Lynch and today is Rant Monday. For those of you that are new to the show, Rant Rant Mondays is where I share my thoughts, feelings and opinions about a particular topic I am in desperate need to rant about. However, unlike previous Rant Mondays, Today's episode is going to be a bit lighter than normal. It's going to be a bit different, a bit unusual. I've discussed some pretty heavy, overwhelming, somewhat triggering topics this past month. But I think we could all use a bit of a break from the outside world and the toxic news cycle right now. I most definitely can. So on today's episode, I am joined by the amazingly judgmental accidentally hilarious and to be honest slightly tipsy partner boyfriend roommate lover partner in crime daniel mccormack hey hey what's up not tipsy at all not at all mm-hmm. <laughs> yes you're not really helping the audience right now and believing you're not tipsy i thought the point was to make them believe that's true that's true yes <laughs> And yes, we are here to talk about one of our most favourite topics. Probably the topic that most people get annoyed about because we just ramble on about it so much. So much. Movies. 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 Ah, movies. It's the thing that brought us together and the topic we love to rant about most. So sit back everyone, enjoy this weird ass ride as we drunkenly rant about movies. Movies. Okay, so first on the agenda is something you and I, Dan, get very, very, very frustrated with. We get very, very judgy with, and that is, this is a category I'd like to call overrated films that were only made for the Academy Awards. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, God. Okay. so many of these. Like, why? And they're all so shit. I know. And then they get given all these fucking awards. Like, oh, I need to write a bloody article about how the Academy Awards, Golden Globes, and all that Watsy Watsy is just a load of shit. I mean, I get that the people who are in the industry would understand it all. But for 99% of the population, we just scratch our heads and go, 
What the fuck? <laughs> Literally. So, okay, okay. What's the first, if I was to give you this category, what is the first movie that you think of? When Once I Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's so overrated, isn't it? Oh my god. What, we watched, got it. I think we watched half of it. It felt like three movies worth of just silence and filler. Like, it felt like nothing fucking happened in the whole thing. And the whole time, it's just like, this is going to be this big, grand, great thing. And we're just here going, why has nothing happened? Yeah. What is... Stop scratching! Sorry, we have a cat in our house. And if for all you cat owners out there... Aurora! She's going to the couch, too. Why is she going to the couch? Probably because we turned her birds off. Not that she was fucking watching it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've... Okay, for those... Okay, we, we got, we're getting distracted, but, you know, this is what you... This is what you have to expect when you listen to the Nasty Woman Club. Oh. All right, so we've started putting on birds on the TV for Aurora to distract her so she doesn't destroy the house anymore that she already has. And she's a bit cranky because we turned the birds off because we were recording a podcast. And now she's scratching the couch. So, if we yell at something, it's not each other, it's just an animal. Or the movies. Or the movies, yes. All yeah. yelling about the fact <laughs> that we had to endure Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh my fucking god. Nothing happened. Nothing happened <laughs> at all. And the problem is, like, you know, we love Quentin Tarantino, we love Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. We love them, we love them so much. I love my Margot Robbie, but... Like they're amazing. They're amazing performers. They're incredible at what they do. Yes. But there is only so much you can do when half the movie is just walk from point A to point B. Literally is. Like, there's no dialogue. There's no dialogue of importance. And nothing happens. Like, there's no mm. plot. Like, you need something. Like... Yes. Oh, it's just... The only entertaining thing I could ever think of regarding Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is just the honest trailer for it. That's the only thing oh, yes. I could think. Oh, yeah. If you haven't watched Honest Trailer, it's this YouTube channel that is just... Oh, my God. It's amazing. It takes the piss out of everything, and I love it so much. So, honestly, go to Honest Trailers on YouTube right now if you're a film fanatic like we are. It just takes the piss out of the film industry. It's great. And destroys everything for everything it needs to be destroyed for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it definitely fits with us, doesn't it? It's my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> the cat's here now. Speaking of animal, the cat is here, and you want loving now, even mm-hmm. though you're trying to destroy our house because you turned off your birds. Mm. We're not going to give you love. No, because we're working, even though we're drinking wine. What is she staring at? I think she's looking for birds outside. Oh, my God. There's none out there. It's raining. Yes. I'm sorry there's none on the TV. You'll be fine. God, kids these days obsessed with technology. God. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, back to our topic before we get distracted Mm. again by pussy. (laughs) That's that's what he said. (laughs) Getting distracted by pussy. That's what he said. That's what he said. Oh, that's what she said as well. You know, got to be inclusive there. Yes. Yes. Another movie that is completely overrated that purely was made for the Academy Awards was... (sighs) La La Land. Okay, I have such a problem with La La Land. I love my musicals. I love my Mamma Mia. I love, what else do I love? I love my burlesque. 
completely under Chicago. Chicago. I've actually never seen that. Really? No. God, I want to see it so bad. Oh my God. We really need to watch it. Because I like list. musicals too. Yes. I mean, Greatest Showman. Oh my God. As someone oh. who's done a little bit of stage acting, only high school and, you know, local productions, but as someone who's done it, that was epic. Just unreal. Yeah. You, Love that to pieces. Yeah, you always get a, like, a, like a heart heart on whenever you see Greatest Showman. I do, and I'm always a blubbering mess when... Here I am, this is me. This is me, yeah, that's And I'm always... How that song? You sing it all the fucking time when we first started dating. I know, that's bad. But yes, I'm always a blubbering mess when this is me comes on. Oh Oh my god. If I'm in the car and that song comes on, I feel sorry for the people around me. I may be on the highway doing 100, but I reckon they can still hear me. You know what? No, but I've told you though, the the moment that I realised that I was in love with you was when you were blurting out to that song. Mm. I don't know. That's that, just I, so beautiful. I don't know if that says something weird about me, maybe. <laughs> that makes me question myself being like, hmm. Because when he sings, he doesn't sing. He sings as if, as if it's like a screamo. Like, like screamo music. No, I just project you, my voice. You just project your, You perform. Yes. You don't sing, you perform. I'm a born performer, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that and I'll ever chase that up or do anything <laughs> with it, but I feel like I've performed well enough to be able to claim that. True millennial style. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't do anything about it, but... <laughs> but, I, but... But take my... I won't do anything for it, and I won't show you to prove it, but take my word, I'm damn good. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting distracted again. Getting distracted again. Sorry, guys, the wine is doing things to us. It's doing mm. nice things to us, which is very good. Mm. Anyway, so... As you can tell, we are very passionate about our movies, in particular musicals. So you can imagine my fucking disappointment when I watched La La Land. I couldn't even watch the whole thing. I fell asleep about three quarters away. I was so bored. And this is during a musical. How does one fall asleep when people are singing? When you're not meant to sing? It's not the fucking opera. Alright, I fell asleep because I was just so bored. And okay, and this is Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. They are beautiful creatures. They are incredibly talented creatures, especially Emma Stone. Again, another underrated movie, Easy Eight. Go watch it. I showed Dan the other day. Fucking brilliant movie. But the thing is... Yeah, what's that other movie you showed me with the two of them, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, that's just all about, oh, look, this is what toxic relationships looks like. What movie are you talking about? It's the one with Steve Carell in it, where they're all, he's old and he teams <gasps> up with Ryan Gosling because... Because Ryan, te- Ryan Gosling teaches him to be a fuckboy. He finally settles down and finds the right girl. But then Steve Carell's like, no, I know you're a fuckboy, so you can't date my daughter. And everyone gets mad about it when everyone has the right to be mad about it. Okay, so for those of you that do not understand what the fuck Daniel is going on about, it is a movie called Crazy Stupid Love. It is oh, a... fucking hell. Yeah, missed the last part because there's none of that, but the first two is perfectly <laughs> surmised. Crazy Stupid Love is... Such a great movie. Ah! Okay, it has a beautiful soundtrack. It has great actors and actresses. It's just... I need to hear everyone's thoughts. Do you actually like Crazy Stupid Love or is it as terrible? Problematic. Oh my god. Okay, yes, of course it's problematic, but the, it has a good story. has a good message at the end. Obviously there's problematic elements. Yeah, but you but... can't spend 99% of the time telling a shit message only to go, oh, but that's bad. And for people to believe that it's actually bad. <laughs> Jesus. Mate, we're meant to be like, like what's it, piss, pissing on La La Land, not crazy stupid love. 
Yeah, well, it's another stupid movie that was only made for the Academy Awards. Oh, well, I... It stu- might not be, but it's I, just a crazy stupid movie. I... Stu- uh, that was great. Well, I stupidly love that movie. It's great. I don't... I don't love it as much as I did when I was a kid. I think I didn't see the... The errors in the film you might see, but it's still... I think it's still pretty good for a romantic comedy. I do like... I do like my romantic comedies. I do like them a lot. Yeah, I... I seem to only like romantic comedies if they're British. Okay. British romantic comedies are amazing. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So you like British comedies. Then why will you not watch Bridget Jones with me, bitch? Because I've seen it before and I hate it. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to leave Crazy Stupid Love for a moment. We're going to leave La La Land for a moment. But Bridget Jones, bitch. Excuse me. No, no, no. Let me... Okay. Okay. Hey. Bigger feminist. Let me talk. (laughs) Okay. Bridget Jones. Damn, damn you, feminism. <laughs> okay. Damn being an ally. Damn it. Damn <laughs> you being an ally. Damn you being a good, decent person. <laughs> okay. Firstly, Renee Zellweger. Hugh Grant and Colin Firth. It's just pure comedy gold. So many women can relate to this movie. It is amazing because you have this douchebag guy in your life but you still fall for because so many movies tell you oh he's a douchebag guy he's a bad boy yes I'm gonna fall for him but really in the end you know in the end he is a bad boy and you shouldn't have fallen for him even though he's Hugh Grant with his beautiful floppy hair and he's beautiful it's just such a good movie I need to make you watch it I need to make you watch it it's just and it's British you see that I think you've surmised why men hate this movie because all men who want a relationship try to be good men. And what do women do when men try to be good men? They go and date their asshole and they leave us high and dry after stringing us along and leave us hating women. Bridget Jones is the perfect perfect description of why men hate women. Huh. You're not being a very good ally, mister. I'm sorry, but did you not hear the reasoning there? Women, in that movie, it shows what I went through a lot in high school. I was the nice guy to a woman. I showed her that I cared for her, but I wasn't aggressive or pushy. And then she went off and just started sleeping with the guy who's a drug dealer. Do you think that made me feel good? Or do you think that made me feel like I should be a drug dealer? You better spill the fucking wine. I know what I'm doing. guys would be like I'm such a nice guy how does a woman not want me mm. uh, the first time that those guys do things they can be really nice but after that and they get screwed over by people doing exactly what Bridget Jones did they're gonna start not being a nice guy do you see how that happens move it maybe we should go to a different movie yes but I would like to say you hate going back on point you hate La La Land probably as much as I hate Birdman. <gasps> oh my fucking god. Now there's a movie that nothing happens. Oh no, Emma Stone was in that too. Where? I watched most of it and all I saw was an old man losing his mind in a mirror. Oh. 
was so confused by that movie. I don't understand it. I still don't. It was just so confusing. Mm, it's just like there's so many other good movies out there. We will be your movie critics. Like we are. We know what that what good movies there are out there. Some I mean, cases. we say that, but sometimes we just get desperate and we watch Hobbs and Shaw and think that's a good movie. <laughs> oh, there are some funny moments in that movie. There really I mean, it is. does have some great like. I love this three quarters of the movie that's just a dick measuring contest between Jason Statham and The Rock. But they are taking the piss out of it at least. Oh, a hundred percent. But then at the very end of the movie, they couldn't they couldn't decide on whether it was nighttime or daytime. I felt like I was watching that BBC's Animals in the Wild when they go when the beaver goes nighttime, daytime, nighttime, daytime. No, it wasn't a beaver. It was um, it was like the bird. The bird with the wings. It was the bird with the wings. Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't know what type of bird it was, but it had like big black wings and it curled them around its head. Yes. Daytime, pop its head up and daytime. All right, I'm gonna put the audio in here so people that weren't around, what, no, sorry, people that weren't wasting their lives away watching early YouTube clips, I'll put it in the soundbite in here so you know what the fuck we're talking about. Nighttime, daytime, nighttime, daytime, nighttime. Daytime! What are you doing? I'm in a game of nighttime daytime! You wanna play? No, you're right, I got an Xbox. With Birdman though, like, it actually does have a pretty good reasoning, and I completely understand where they're coming from, how a lot of people in the industry would have really liked it because it's about you know, the person played this iconic character, like the first superhero movie, I believe it was, and then he's had to spend his whole life living as that character. And that could get real old. Which is why I'm really, really glad that a lot of the Marvel movies have actually put limited contracts. Because the last thing we want from Marvel is 31 Robert Downey Jr. movies. Because <laughs> after a while, it's the same joke. As much as, don't get me wrong, I fucking love him as Iron Man. He is amazing. He is He's the perfect beautiful. Iron Man. Yeah. But no matter what... You're always going to get fatigued of that same role and that same thing happening over and over again. Because I think with Marvel, it's the jumping from the vehicle out of... Jumping out the back of the vehicle onto the enemy's vehicle to blow it up Mm. and then jumping back. Yes. It's kind of like their version of DC's Skybeam enemies. (laughs) Yes. DC everywhere had to have a Skybeam. Yes, and yes, this is now a good transition now into our second topic of movies about a topic we are passionate about, which is Marvel. Our, oh, Marvel. Our, our love, our love, oh no, our, our relationship with Marvel. Now, I must admit, right now, I'm experiencing a bit of a Marvel fatigue after Endgame, I must admit, but, 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 I still love Marvel with all my heart and soul. Like, oh, oh like we need to talk about Endgame, bitch. From... From Iron Man to Endgame, oh. there is not a there is no series of anything like maybe books that do such a good job of you know taking one aspect from one part and then combining it later into another part. Like say you've got a book about someone and a book about another person, and then later on in the series there's a book that uses both of them. But what? there is not a movie or a TV show of a shared universe. Mm. That does a better job than Marvel. <clears throat> Kevin Feige, head of Marvel and putting it all together, I take my hat off. That is, it is poetry. It is beauty. It is art. It's just oh. oh. 
So good. And... Just work on your villains. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Yes, villains. Okay, okay. Now, not everyone can be perfect. The world isn't perfect. Marvel, they have their movies that is just pure perfection. That's just mm, chef's kiss. Mwah. Like, for example, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. But that, I mean, as much as that is Marvel, that's all to Taika Waititi. The man, the myth, the legend. If you were to tell me, babe, I'm leaving you for Taika Waititi, I would would hold your wedding in my house with Taika Waititi. I would help you plan it. I would would be packing your bags and be like, you go to Taika Waititi. You go marry that man. And I hope likewise the same on you. Like, he is... Oh, for sure. An incredibly intelligent, beautiful specimen that we do not deserve on this earth. Like, fuck you, Kiwis, by the way. You get Taika Waititi and Jacinda Ardern. Fuck you. And everyone else that Australia's claimed. Yes, and everyone else. <laughs> who else? Russell Crowe. Um, there's someone else. Oh, but, there are a heap of others that I can't think oh, of. Oh, they, the they, get, they get fucking Hobbiton. Yeah, they get Hobbiton yeah, as well. You, yeah, you... Yeah, you... Yeah. And Lord of the Rings, my you baby. You guys get Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, we'll get into my that. My baby. We'll get into that topic later on, that's for fucking sure, because there's, there's some discussion needing to be had about that. But anyway... No, it's amazing. End of discussion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, Marvel. So, Marvel, okay. Now, obviously, we have perfections. Like I said, Thor, Ragnarok, Tiger, Waititi, we have those perfections. Marvel is not so good, somehow... With their villains. Now, obviously, there are some villains that are just... Oh! Oh, they can do things to me. Like, they are just, like, Loki, um... Michael... Hella... Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. Oh, I love him as Killmonger. I think he's my favourite. Yeah, even Ulysses Claw in that movie with, um... Andy Serkis playing him is just glorious. <laughs> I have such the hots for him. I just love I how strange he is. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, you know how you have crushes on people that you wouldn't, that they're not stereotypically attractive. Okay, for example, okay, Michael B. Jordan, he's stereotypically attractive, a gorgeous specimen. And also, by the way, we talk about this shit all the time to each other. Don't think we're weird for talking about marrying other people. That This is just what we do. We're comfortable. Anyway, Michael B. Jordan, he is... Stereotypically attractive, a beautiful specimen. You wouldn't be surprised if someone was to say, "I have the hots for him because you know he's he's my damn. He's a damn. Like you look at him, you just go, "Oh damn, oh damn." He's a two to three syllable damn for sure. Yeah, like a damn is not enough. It's got to be a mm-hmm. damn. Like a damn. Yes. Mm. But then you have people like Andy Circus, who people are more surprised that you find them attractive. But yeah, I have the hots for Andy Serkis. Like, maybe not so much as Gollum in Lord of the Rings, but as him as Claw in the Marvel series. Like, I just, I'm just getting, like, good daddy vibes there. Like, I'm just like, you are sexy. I'm confused why I find you sexy, but I find you sexy. Mm. Is that weird? I think it might be his confidence. He does have a bit of confident charisma to him. No, but he also wears, like, these vests. Oh, yeah, the tight the... tops with the muscles filled. Yeah, the hmm. tight with... And beard. If, it, if a guy has a good beard... Oh, he does have a great beard If a it. guy has a... Like, he's, it's got the beard, the jaw, the smile. He just, he just does things. He just does things. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Marvel has some attractive people in it. But just... Yeah. They've got a bit of... He has really nice eyes as well. He does have really nice eyes, doesn't he? Does. He? he does. Yes. Here we are, both just a picture of Andy Serkis. Yeah. And is it weird that I'm completely straight in doing this? No. 
Okay, good, weird. good. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's weird. You appreciate the beautiful people of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I haven't even got to what I was, what I've been trying to say. Villains, villains. That's right. Okay. Now you have your great villains, like the ones I fucking just mentioned. But Marvel, seventy-five percent majority of your villains are shite. They're just the same fucking people over and over again. It's Daniel, you do the best explanation of these villains. How do they always have to do them all the fucking time? Well, they're paper villains. They have no no story. If they do, my God, is it rushed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, they just have no consequence. Yes. So, I'm going, to, I'm going to take over the world. And the good guy stops them before they can do anything that even matters. Mm-hmm. Like, at least with Thanos... He did something. Don't be wrong. Love Thanos. Great villain. Oh. Great motivation. Good message put into the movies. Mm. Is it bad I found that Thanos really hot? It's strange, <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me. He is hot. And the actor. Oh, Josh Brolin. That voice does things. Yes. Oh my god, him and Deadpool too. Oh, sweet Jesus. He is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Good old Cable. Oh, him and Ryan Reynolds are just... A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful couple. Even though I know they're not a couple, but I <laughs> see them as a couple. Like the, they're almost like Chandler and Joey bromance. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. But yes, anyway. So Thanos was good, but there are some villains there that are just there's no layering to it, and it's always just I'm gonna destroy the world. That's just like, all right, cool. You're gonna destroy the world. Why? What are you gonna do after you destroy the world? Are you gonna have a cup of tea? Are you gonna like create a family? Are you gonna like get another job? What are you gonna do? There's none of this shit. It's just like, I'm gonna just destroy the world, be the most powerful thing in the entire universe. Just like, great, okay. Like if you like, that's like, it's. I feel like I have to be like a guidance counselor and like talk them and be like, look, that's great. You have aspirations, but let's turn it down a bit. Maybe let's just conquer a city or a town before you conquer the entire fucking universe, because it never works. And what are you going to do when you conquer the entire universe? That's a lot of work. Like, that's yeah. a lot of work that you have to leave there. And it's all on you if you fuck it up. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to leave a universe. That's that's a yeah. lot. And the whole and the whole sake of doing evil things because they're evil just does my head in. Like, yes. give us some story. Give us some reasoning. I mean, you can clearly do it. Mm. You did it pretty well with Hela. You did it awesomely with Thanos, and you yes. did it unbelievably amazing with Killmonger. The whole, he act, his vision actually turned out to be right, and he persuades the hero to do the right thing. That's awesome! That is just brilliant. Like, give us more villains like that. Yeah. That, you know, want to do something bad. Well, really, want to do something good, just in a bad way. Yeah, give us some layers. Like, give us, like, you know, like like an onion. Like in, like, Shrek. Like, like <laughs> ogres are like onions. They have layers. Yeah, give us the layers. We want all the layers to our villains. We don't just want them to be like, I want to take over the universe. Mm. It's just like, okay, calm, calm your tits, mate. Okay, just chill. <laughs> all right. Like, you, like, like, create a career plan first, okay, before you endeavor on this, okay? <laughs> Do you have a budget? Okay? Do you have, like, a 10-year plan, Okay. Like, have you gone to the bank and, like, sorted out, like, what are you going to do with this money? Like, how are you going to afford shit? Like, no. I need some organization here with my villains. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, beautiful people. We are back and we are still ranting about movies. But we are going to do something a little different now. Instead of us ranting about topics and getting distracted, like always. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's the wine, guys. It's the wine. Yeah, I know, and she always whines about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, okay, if you don't, if you, okay, for those of you that don't know us as a couple, that's lucky of you guys, because if you know us as a couple, (laughs) you will probably roll your eyes so much, because we make so many puns. That is our life. life. Puns are our life. But Mm. anyway, to have a little break from that, I have decided to do... A little surprise quiz for my partner here, Daniel McCormack. He's very nervous because he likes doing quizzes, but having no knowledge of what it's going to be about going in, I feel like I should have at least done some research for this. <laughs> but babe, you really, really loved like you really, really loved hard quiz. So this, I know. this is you. And it's the people's round. It's the people's round. <laughs> so instead of the people's round, we are calling it. It's the boyfriend round! It's the boyfriend round! <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, for today's topic, we are... My questions are related to movies. Okay. And our relationship. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on. You might be sleeping on the couch tonight. Not with my back. All right, you might be sleeping. I don't know. You might. I don't know. I don't have a. You might be sleeping on the couch. Oh, fuck me, no. <laughs> All right, so I'm getting, getting comfy right now. We're doing this in the bed, and I'm trying to get comfortable because Dan's back is broken, and I'm not capable of lying in a normal position. But anyway, we are about to do a quiz. It is called The Boyfriend's Round, and it's all about our relationship. And movies. Daniel McCormack, are you ready? I don't know why I'm doing this accent, but I'm kind of loving it right now. Are you ready for the boyfriend round? Let's play bamboozled. (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, that's a friend's quote. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you've got to be Joey and do the wicked wango cards. The wicked wango cards. (laughs) Oh my god. Is there a hopping bonus? You're hopping mad. That's what you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, everyone, I am sorry. But I'm not sorry, okay? I love him. So deal Aww. with it. Deal with it, bitch. <laughs> you deal with it, bitch. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, I'm going to give Daniel 60 seconds to answer these questions. I do not think he'll get through them all, so I will likely do another round later on in the episode, but yes, pressure is on, Daniel. Let's see how you go. Time starts now. What movie do I hate because they changed the ending that was written in the book? Lovely Bones? No, My Sister's Keeper. Fuck. What are my top three favourite Pixar movies? No Pacific Order. Oh, God. I can't say Pacific. Um, Pass. Pass, Okay. Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. 
Okay. What male actor can't I stand because of his religious views? Tom Cruise? Yes. What is my favorite Meryl Streep movie? Devil Wears Prada? Yes. What movie do I love but cannot watch right now because I've listened to the soundtrack too many times? Oh, God, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Um, da, 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 da. What romantic movie always makes me cry but you refuse to watch with me because you're a horrible human being? P.S. I love you? Yes. Oh, <laughs> what movie did we recently watch together? Most recently? Yes. The Impossible. No, Sherlock Holmes 2. Oh, shit. Yes. Okay, <laughs> all right. What was the first Marvel movie we ever saw together? Black Panther? No, Infinity War. What, what's been my best movie recommendation? None. No. <laughs> Alright, your time is out, baby. Your time is out. Fuck you. I have made a great rec- movie recommendation. Thank I you know, very much. I know, but it was there and I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> Bitch, V for Vendetta. Oh, yeah. yeah. V for Vendetta. Yeah. That is a great recommendation. Fuck yeah. Yes, you always want to watch that movie all the time now because of me. Yeah. So I mean, you. Hugo Weaving is epic, and you know my love for Stephen Fry. That exactly. man is my that man is my crush. Exactly, exactly. Right. So I cannot believe that you. I crush on him purely for his intelligence. So you have a oh, I was gonna say you've a hard on for him, but you have like a a brain on for him. You have a hard on for his brain, or I yeah, much to drink. <laughs> I can't think of what the term is, but I know. Um, oh, there is a term for it. Yeah, because, uh... Oh, God, I can't think of his name at the moment. Um... Mark... The guy we like. He did, um... Nothing Breaks Like a Heart with Miley Cyrus. Mark Ronson! Mark Ronson, yes. Mark Ronson, yes. Mark Ronson identifies as it, yes. Yes! He's he's identified to pe... He's... He's attracted to people purely based on their intellectual... Yes, As- assets that's right. as opposed to their physical assets. Mm, that's right. Yes, 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 mm. yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you everyone for dealing with us with that quiz. I have no idea, and I have no idea how many Dan got right or wrong. But uh, you do the math. That's your homework for the day. Do the math yourself. <laughs> I think it was two. Oh, three if we count the last question. But no, you didn't get the fucking last question because I've recommended great movies: Beef Vendetta, um, Coco. Um, yeah. Zoot. Oh, bitch, you cried in that. Yeah, but it's not something I'd race to watch again. Okay, Zootopia. That looked at racism. That was a really interesting look at racism. A fucking Pixar movie that looked at racism. Uh-huh. That was great. I still maintain that Legend of Korra looks at better themes. But you'll never watch that, and I know oh, that. Oh, I've tried Korra. I know I should watch it. I know it looks really badass, but I just can't do it. I just, I just, I just... I need, okay, I need to recommit to it. That's, that's then a whole... You need to commit to Avatar. Okay, look, that could be in another discussion for when we rant about TV shows, because I have a feeling this will need to be extended to TV shows. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> we are, if we are passionate about movies, oh, just you wait until you hear about our passion for TV shows. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's... It's our life. It's our life, yeah, because we, we have no life. Yep. Pretty much, yes. Okay, we have a life. It's TV shows. Yes, <laughs> right now it is... The Office. Oh my god, I love The Office so much. I can't believe I've not... Oh. Actually, no, I'm glad I didn't watch it in the past, because then I could watch it the first time with you. Yeah. Oh, so adorable. So adorable. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> <And> fuck you. <laughs> Anytime. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, Mum. <laughs> All right, let's go to our next topic before we make ourselves, before I make my partner even more uncomfortable with himself, more than he already is. We are looking at... Oh, this is actually a really great transition. It is about movies that make men uncomfortable. It is underrated films that men hate because the movie doesn't depict men in the greatest way as they see it. Yeah, straight off the bat, I'm going to go straight, straight to Birds of Prey. We okay. love that movie. I... I love that movie. Ewan McGregor is iconic in that movie. <gasps> Margaret Robbie is just... She's perfection. It. We have watched that movie so many times. I've showed it to so many people. We are still listening to the soundtrack. Oh my god, that soundtrack. On loop. Like, whenever oh. I hear a song from that soundtrack now, I just expect to hear whatever the next song is on the soundtrack. Like, even if it's on the radio or some shit like that. Like, I just... It's just always on loop. Yeah, I remember you telling me when uh, Boss Bitch became a thing on TikTok. Mm. You were just waiting for the next song off the Birds of Prey album to come on every time a a TikTok finished. Yeah, and then the stupid people of TikTok saying, like, oh, this is a TikTok song. It's just like, bitch, excuse me, I know. It was written for a female empowerment movie. Thank you. That is literally the perfect breakup movie. Oh my god, it's the perfect breakup movie. It's the so fucking good. There's no stupid love story within it, like an unnecessary love story in a fucking movie where there's fucking all this crime happening. I love it so much. It's just so great. And I hate the fact that so many people hated it just because some stupid men that are fragile by their masculinity, they're just like, I don't like it because Margot Robbie isn't sexy in it, like Suicide Squad. Well, bitch, at least now she can fucking fight properly. Yes. And the fact that they're saying it depicts all men as bad. No! No! The, I would say probably the most compassionate and the most beautiful moment of it comes from a man. Mm-hmm. Yes. There is a beautiful scene with him helping his daughter, him helping his sister. And then that, in turn, gets related later in the movie by her helping another child. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And that all stemmed from the kindness of a man. Which character is he talking about? I'm talking about how when Huntress gets her entire family shot, her brother gives her the little car to hold and says, just think about that car. Focus on the car. That's right. I thought you were talking about Ewan McGregor. I'm just like, he had a sister. No, no. I just get too distracted. Ewan McGregor is glorious, but in the movie, he's an evil piece of shit. And he is very sexist and just the epitome of the patriarchy. Yeah, he's a sexy sexist. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. No, yeah. I love him. Oh my god, and what's his face as well? What's Oh, I don't know the actor's name, but Victor Zaz. The oh, guy who plays Victor Zaz is So good. Oh, he's so perfect because if you if you know the comic books, you know Zaz is nuts. Mm. Zaz is crazy. We're talking about a guy who takes a box cutter and gives himself a fresh scar for every person he kills. Yeah. That's how nuts we're talking. And I love, we watched interviews later with Margot Robbie mm. where she talked about everyone got real excited when he was going to come on set because no one had any idea what he was going to do. Yeah. I mean, they had, they cut three of his scenes because they thought putting in four scenes where he licked someone's face was a bit excessive. You know, one's <laughs> fine, but four, bit over the top. <laughs> Although he did ruin something for me. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god. There is this scene in the movie where, like, you know, he, he's a serial killer. He's a very dangerous man. He's a bit... Nuts. Yes. 
And he does, he says this part that's very creepy, and he does it to Margot Robbie, which is um, Harley Quinn, and he goes, I'm a good girl. I'm, I'm a, a good, good girl. girl. But he I'm says it. I'm a good girl. <laughs> he says it very creepy. But now the problem is, whenever I say it to my baby, which is my dog, Dolce, she's beautiful right now. She's just laying in a denim jacket because she's, oh, she's fabulous. such a good girl. She's such a good girl. But now, whenever Daniel says, "Oh, she's such a good girl," I'm just like, "What are you doing? Why are you being a creepy zaz right now? This is very creeping me out right now. What are you doing?" I am not. I mean, it's so close to being creepy to being cute, like. Oh, oh, you're such a good girl. To I'm a good girl. <laughs> it's too close, and I hate it. I know he ruined I'm a good girl. It's just like uh, that's exactly what she is. Uh, it's like people that like ru- that have ruined Daddy now, which is oh my which God, includes you're completely me, ruined. Which 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 includes me. I used to be the pe- person that hates people that says Daddy vibes, but now. I think because I have no father. Now I'm just like, daddy vibes. I don't know why, even though I don't have a daddy, but I'm just like, daddy vibes. So it's not creepy for me because I don't have a daddy. To quote the immortal Jake Peralta, yeah, the guy without a dad has dad issues. (laughs) Oh my God, we're going to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine so much in our TV rant. Oh, for sure, because it's just glorious. It is our life, for sure. I think it's my favourite sitcom, I think. Yeah. 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 Friends are very close second. Oh, but I know The Office, though. Nah, and both and top. Both oh, top. Okay. This will be a discussion for TV shows. But anyway, <laughs> underrated films that were hated just because of men that have fragile, fragile masculinity. Another one we have to go to is the latest Charlie's Angels movie. Now, Daniel, you are a man, are you? Mm-hmm. Did you hate the film? Did you think that it was man-hating? No. I can understand completely why they made Men the Enemy in it. And it's, I think... At least from my perspective, it seems like a lot of men hate on men being the enemy of an all-female, well, what you'd call an all-female lead. Yeah. Because that's them becoming the enemy, Mm. that's men becoming the enemy, and they can't deal with being the enemy because they all still think that they're the good guys. Say enemy one more time because you said it so many times. Enemy, 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 enemy. And then an enemy, and then an enemy. Okay, good, don't hurt yourself. (laughs) (laughs) If there's any beautiful human being listening right now that can count Mm. how many quotes we say in this podcast episode, I will give you $1,000. Not $1,000, we don't have that. Maybe like (laughs) $1,000 Monopoly dollars, but I will... Give we, you, but then we have to buy Monopoly. Monopoly. Okay, he doesn't like Monopoly. This is an issue in our relationship. I just like before I get too much hate for this. I have ADHD. I can't sit there and focus on things, and Monopoly moves far too slow for me. Give me trouble any day, you know. But Monopoly, oh, no. You know's great. Yeah, there's a new game called You Know Flip. Brilliant. It's like there's a certain card when you play it, you like turn your cards over and there's different types on the back. So it can completely change your game just by one go. Can we get it? Yeah. We have to have a board game night or something. Yes. That sounds good. That mm. sounds good. Again, sorry guys, distraction time. Yes. And I feel like um, during the course of that, uh, I didn't quite get to the finishing of where I wanted to go of saying That's about what he how said. I'm. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 of saying, um, 
I'm sorry, can I sorry. distract you? The look dog how, is just being too beautiful. Look how, I'm sorry, we're getting distracted, not just by wine, not just by rude jokes, but our dog is being so cute right now. She's just adorable. She's just in this little ball in her bed, just mm. rolling around. Trying to get comfortable. Oh, because she had a big day. She went and had brunch with our friend Chewy, mm. and then she went to the plant shop, and she got lots of compliments for her denim jacket. Mm-hmm. It's fucking adorable. Yeah. Anyway, what you were saying before we got distracted by our fairy child. Yes. A, a lot of men cannot handle being called the enemy. Uh, but then again, not all men! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hear you, fuckhead. Um. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, aren't men the majority of the enemy in, like, Bond films, Fast and Furious films, all that shit? Yeah, but... They're Russian men, or they're German men, so American men are fine with it because they're the real evil. Oh yeah, it's always the American hero. It's just like, fuck off. Have you seen America? White savior! Woo-hoo! White savior! Woo! <laughs> also, it's pretty obvious. When the world actually does go to shit, stay away from America. Yeah. It's the worst <laughs> place to be. <laughs> yes, you can get a gun at like any fucking store. So, yeah, you're mm. not so great, really. Oh my god, look how good the Americans are going to be during the zombie apocalypse. Mm, I stay away from them, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Run away. Maybe that is why all the alien invasion movies, maybe that's why they always land in America. Because they're just like, these guys are the most unorganized, the most racist, the most fucked up country. We're going to destroy them first because it's easy. Yeah, they're not going to work together. God, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they're just going to be like, oh, this is just a virus. But viruses, is just like the cold, you know. Yeah, just we don't away. vibrate at the right frequency. What? <laughs> Have I not shown you that video? No. Oh my god, there's like... There's a guy that goes to a Trump rally that's like an anti-vax. Okay. Um, and there's this old woman. They're like, oh, I say old. They're 60-something women. They look 50, 60-year-old women. Elderly women. Elderly women. Um, and one of them goes, and, you know, they've got the Trump. They've got the eagle with the gun shirts and Mm -hmm. all that shit. And, um... This woman is screaming at this presenter. Yeah, we're not going to get the virus. We're not going to get the virus because everything, I don't know if you know, but everything in this world vibrates at a certain frequency. And we don't vibrate at the right frequency to get the virus. She taught me that. (laughs) I don't remember this. Wow. And I think, like the rest of the world with two brain cells to rub together, I went... Face palm. <laughs> that sounds like that hurt. Did a little. Did a little, but the wine <laughs> Only because I caught my nose. <laughs> Don't whine about it, okay? Yeah, God knows it was painful. <laughs> whine about it while you're holding a glass of wine. I know, I know, but thank I you. had to retort the pun <laughs> with a pun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what, what, it was painful. How is that a God pun? knows it was painful. God knows. <gasps> nose! Oh my God. Yes. I thought you were going, no, I can't believe I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) We're tipsy. We're sorry. Sorry about it. Oh, babe, tipsy was two hours ago. Tipsy was two hours ago. Like, yeah. Okay, I think that is enough of that topic. Now, we do have a last topic we want to go to, but it may end in us getting divorced, even though we're not married. But it may end up on me on the couch, or it may end up me being forced to watch Lord of the Rings, which is not a good time for everyone. Maybe for some people, not Yay! for everyone. But 
that topic we will go to in a moment. I think we should leave worst till last. <laughs> in the meantime, we are going to we are going to do round two of the boyfriend's round. The boyfriend's round. The boyfriend's round. So yes, we are going to do the second round of the boyfriend's round, and mm. Daniel is going to have another sixty seconds to answer some questions relating to movies and our relationship. I have no idea how well he went in the first round because I wasn't keeping I think I track. Got, I missed three, but one of them was on purpose. One but I didn't know the answer don't anyway. Don't say it wasn't on, well, it was on purpose. Daniel, my boyfriend, my lover, my partner in crime, my annoying roommate, are you ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nervous, <Right>. but ready. <laughs> Tally sex tape. That was perfection. Thank babe. you. Thank you. Like a high five. That Thank was perfection. You. A high five. High five. I can't reach. <laughs> What's that from? What does that make that noise? It's the again? turtle humping noise. Oh, the turtle hump. Oh, yes. There's this video of a turtle having sex. And that's the noise they make when they have sex. I, I think we need to do an episode then on YouTube. Oh, yeah, because we've got to bring up llamas with hats. <gasps> you know I've got to talk about my llamas with hats. Like and you've got to talk about days. your... You've got to talk about your Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, my God, yes. I thought you were going to forget for a second. I was like, bitch, do you want to sleep on the couch tonight, bitch? <laughs> bitch. Charlie. Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain, Charlie. We're going to Candy Mountain. <laughs> anyway, that's for another episode. We'll go on to YouTube and then also go on to TV shows in another episode. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Daniel, are you ready? Hit me. Hit me, baby, one more time. Ow! We're never gonna get to this. We're so, we're so serious. All right, I'm a serious person. I'm serious about this. Okay. Mm, serious black. <laughs> what? Oh, Harry Potter. I was gonna say, I'm just like what? <laughs> just like, uh, honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Harry Plopper. <laughs> no spider pig anymore. He's Harry Plopper. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get to this. We just keep quoting everything. I God do. damn it. Right. God damn it. Okay. Time starts. Now, what was the first movie we ever saw together in cinema? Uh, a Quiet Place. Yes. What's my favourite movie of all time? First Wife's Club. Yes. What Pixar movie do I keep recommending we watch? Inside Out? Yes. What's my favourite musical movie? Balesque? No. Mamma Mia. What was the first god-awful terrible movie you ever made me watch? <laughs> Let's be cops. Yes. What's my favourite Disney princess movie? Milan? Yes. What comedy movie do you love with all your heart and soul and quote all the time but I loathe? Ace Ventura? Yes. What's been my best... Oh no, you got through them all. I just did them all. Oh my god, you just won! You just won! I just won! Woo! I, I won the boyfriend round! You won the boyfriend round! Look at you go! <laughs> well done, Daniel. That is how skilled I am. I didn't even know we were through it all. You completed the boyfriend round. Do Yay. I know how many questions you got right? No. But that's okay. <laughs> A for effort. Well uh, done, sir. I'm very... You should you should set up questions for me, maybe. That would be really great. Maybe like TV shows or YouTube. On TV shows, yes, we'll do. Yes. It's the girlfriends round. Yes, yes. do it. Yes. yes, yes. Oh my god, you guys should message in what questions Daniel should ask me. 
like whether relating to like what's his favorite tv show character uh nothing to do with quotes because i do not know them all because he has like a whole dictionary of them all of the whole locked away for safekeeping in my head taking up room that all the important information should be and clearly isn't (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh uh-huh all right beautiful humans we are done the boyfriend round and now we are up to oh god we are up to the last topic of today's rant about movies now i have to preface this because some because many many of you do not know my relationship with daniel and how intense it can get so if you think we are fighting when we get to this topic we're not fighting we just get very passionately aggressive with this when we fight we're like crying we're having like a serious talk so don't stress, okay? Yeah. So this isn't a yes. fight before everyone gets very confused about us yelling. Because when this is a topic we get very, very passionate about. And we're already competitive, so our need to win is quite high. That's the other thing. We're so competitive and so stubborn. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We are so fucking stubborn. <laughs> it's probably going to be problematic at some point, but for now it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. <laughs> Now this topic, okay, I had to include this because this topic always comes up every now and then, like an awkward surprise for Daniel and I. It is about what series is better, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Okay. I still feel this argument is not even an argument. Yeah, Harry Potter is better. Yeah, no. we should just leave it at that. Eight movies to get 12 nominations and they didn't win a single fucking Oscar. Lord of the Rings took three movies to get 31 nominations and won 17. No argument. Okay, interesting. So you think the Academy Awards are very important and the Academy Awards show what's a good movie. No. Also, in the Land Bible... (laughs) But wasn't... But weren't we literally just discussing earlier on about La La Land, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Birdman? They all won many, many Academy Awards. Are they great movies? No. No, No, they're not. No, they're not great movies. do the Academy Awards really mean anything? They do, yes. But it is clear that when you make a movie for a certain purpose and you put all the money behind it that they did, that it will achieve that purpose. This was a movie that was made... Lord of the Rings were movies that were made for the love of what was written by J.R.R. Tolkien. Alright. I have another thing then. Where the fuck are all the women? Unfortunately, it was written in a time that women were not a key importance of representing. Actually, for its time when it was written back during the World War... It was actually alright for women's representation. Granted, I would have liked to have seen a bit more female representation, mm. but I still do love the depiction of Eowyn as a f- and Arwen as female warriors, many of which was not uh, female warriors were not spoken of, except in Norse mythology at that era. But still, the whole thing is about a group of men that have a ring... That have to get it to this place, and they're just whinging and whining the entire time, and they just get lost, and then they just get everything involved. And also, Frodo is a bitch! Frodo's a little bitch. He's a little bitch! Yes, but that also gives room for Samwise Gamgee to step up and be the fucking man. Sam is the boss. He is the hero of that storyline, and quite possibly the most underrated character in all of cinema. Okay, okay, okay. 
But, okay, I can agree, Sam is an incredible character, but what series has more iconic characters? Are you really going to tell me that all your Lord of the Rings characters are more iconic than, for example, Sirius Black, which again, daddy vibes, yes please, Sirius Black, and yes, I had a really weird crush on him when I was a kid, but that's another discussion, and again, Sirius Black, Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, Ron Reasley, Hagrid, um, Voldemort, iconic, M Professor McGonagall, like, there are so many iconic characters with the most iconic quotes ever, and you're gonna tell me the characters in your series are more iconic, are more special, have like, just the journey of change. Like, for example, Neville fucking Longbottom, bitch. Hmm. And over the case journey. of 20 years, you can change a lot. But, well, you're saying the characters are the hero of your movie. Mm -hmm. The hero of Lord of the Rings is the story. The ultimate triumph of good versus evil. It comes from an unexpected place. It doesn't come from a boy who was born to do it. It comes from... A little bitch being able to rise up and destroy the entire evil empire. I'm sorry. Actually, isn't that Harry Potter? He's a little bitch that destroys the whole evil empire by no. killing Voldemort. <laughs> he was he was born into it. He was born with the fucking power to do it, and everyone treated him different. Everyone treated him special because he was born to do it. Even though. Neville Longbottom was also born to do it, but because everyone treated him like shit, he wasn't the one to do it. But I think that's the whole point of the series. The whole point of the series is showing the importance of all the people around Harry. Like, look, is Harry my favourite character? God, no. There are so many more important characters and that grow so much more than Harry Potter does. But, hmm. so I think... But the movie I, pretends yeah. that Harry Potter is the hero. No, it doesn't! It, it does! Doesn't. It Yes, at least Lord of the Rings admits that Frodo is a little bitch. Harry Potter is dealing him up as a fucking hero by naming the movie no, after him. No, he doesn't. Okay, I beg your pardon. Okay, movies. Okay, let's look at Malfoy. Malfoy goes through the biggest transformation, of course, other than Neville Longbottom, but Malfoy goes through such an extraordinary transformation. And I think it's good that... You want to see transformation? Watch Avatar The Last Airbender oh and look god. at Zuko. Oh my god, I will watch... That is for another episode. I will watch Avatar one day. When you watch P.S. I Love You. Yeah, when you see Avatar, Jones. you will completely understand why I am bringing up Zuko in this argument. Okay, okay. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Lord of the Rings. Okay, don't bring up your other... Okay, well, anyway. I'm proving you wrong with Zuko. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Okay, what I'm trying to say is, yes your, yes, your thing is all about good versus evil, but my series shows the complexity of good versus evil. For example, Malfoy... All along, we're thinking, he's the bad guy, he's the bad guy, he's the bad guy, he's the bad guy. And then we realise, yeah, he's a bad guy. But then we realise the influence. Then we realise what kind of world he was born in. And then you think, yeah, of course he's going to be a little fucked up. Of course. Have you seen his fucking father? He's a fucking Death Eater. And so, of course, it's very obvious why Malfoy is the way he is. And then you just see things slowly change for him in the last movie. And I think that's really great. It shows the reality of life. It shows that it's not just good versus evil. It shows that people are complex due to how they're raised, due to the worlds that they are in. And I think that's good. I don't... 
Like, yes, there are some parts in the series that it is just the Harry Potter show. But I don't think... I think it's a lot more than that. Like, it shows, you know, the complex the complexities of the Weasley family. And then it shows Hermione and how she's in two worlds of Muggle world and also the Wizard world. And then it also has these amazing female icons. I mean, like, excuse me, Luna. You love Luna. Oh, I love Luna. I think that a lot of that comes to me being on the spectrum. Mm. Because I, I would argue that Luna, the character, is on the spectrum. Oh, yeah, Is on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And I do relate to her in a lot of ways. Yeah. But yes, everything that I said, though, like, can you not agree that this series is just so great in showing that it's not just as, as simple as good versus evil? There's complexities to it. Even with Harry himself, he questions himself and thinks, shit, is that actual a part of Voldemort in me? Am I actually kind of bad myself? I've, I'm not perfect. I've done bad things. Like, just the last couple of movies, I think, is just perfection. Just pure perfection. Just, it really looks at... Like, Harry Potter is meant to be the most good person of all of the all of the lands, all of the world. He's written up as this victim character that's shone through, like, just the most iconic Gryffindor, pretty much. Mm. But it, but even him, question, even he questions himself, am I that good of a person? I have evil in me, quote-unquote, Voldemort. Like, mm. it's just... It's just so good. Yes, but it shows the complexities that, of reality. Yeah, and it's there are some very complex things tackled in Lord of the Rings as well. You cannot argue that. You look at Frodo. Frodo is the ult- Frodo is considered the ultimate good. That's why the ring doesn't affect him like everyone else, because everyone else has both good and evil at, at doing battle inside them, and the ring raises the le- draws the evil out of them. Whereas in Frodo, he is such a good person that the ring has no darkness within him to corrupt. But why is he such a dickhead to Sam if he's no no darkness? Because after long enough, it finds a little bit of darkness in him to just bring out. I mean, if you look at the first movie and you see how Boromir acted just by being in close proximity to it, this is the guy who's the champion of men. The ultimate good. He's the ultimate soldier. He is the man that is most loved by his father. He has done so much for his kingdom. He does nothing but serve. He is the epitome of what, at the time it was written, was what all men should be. The man who served their country, who wanted to help, who wanted to do everything he could to help his country. That is all he had. But... He was a couple of days to a week being in close proximity, not even being the ring bearer, and he turned to evil. He was ready to kill one of his best friends. Yet, for, I don't know, but for, I don't know, a year or so? Two years? Frodo, uh, through the movies, I haven't finished the books, Mm -hmm. granted, but through the movies, it seems like it's the course of a couple of years, Frodo barely gets any darkness drawn out of him. By the end, he is struggling with it, for sure. You remember, he's carrying something with him that is pure evil. To put it into your Harry Potter world, it would be like if Harry carried a Horcrux with him everywhere. How evil would he have become? He did. He was a Horcrux. Hmm. No. He was a Horcrux. Different. He was a Horcrux, so it was part of him. It was not something that he... Therefore, the Horcrux could not affect him because it was him. But it did affect him, remember, because he thought that he was had elements of Voldemort in him? Okay, you got me there. Ah! 
Mic drop, bitch. <laughs> You're holding the mic in the other hand, babe. Oh, fuck me. Okay, I can't do it because I ruined the sound. But yes, I won that yeah. round. Okay, guys, you have no idea how excited I am right now. I never win arguments. I never win arguments. Never. Dolly, we're not fighting right now, sweetie. It's okay. She's looking at us as if we're, as if we're fighting. No, she's looking as if, as if to say, why the fuck haven't you fed me? Okay, I think we need to finish this conversation about Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings because it is getting late. We need to have some food. I need to get to editing, and I think we're on a good note right now. I think we will agree to disagree. I don't think there was any winner. I was a winner. I don't <laughs> think there was any loser. You're the loser. But I do think we are going to leave it at that. We have our passions. I love my Harry Plopper. You love your Lord of the Rings. And you know what? At least we can have a conversation about this. Hmm. And I still love you. And I still love you. But Lord of the Rings is the most successful movie franchise in history. Kiss my ass. That's what she said. Bring it. Bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Anyway, so thank you everyone so much for listening to our rant today for today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club Rant Monday. Thank you, my beautiful partner, my beautiful boyfriend, my beautiful roommate, my Lord of the Rings fanatic, Daniel, the boyfriend. Yeah. You just want drunk right now, are you, honey? No, I'm drunk on You're drunk on Lord of the Rings. Drunk but also, in yes. love. <laughs> drunk in love. That's you are, drunk in love right now. Yes. Yeah. And the drunk in love. My beautiful mascara. Mascara. Yes. Anyway, my... Oh, yeah, is that your shout-out? My shout-out, then, is to Van Rock Moscato. Fucking $10 at BWS. It's beautiful, it's cheap, just like me. <laughs> you know, babe, you're not cheap. Oh. You're free. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Ooh, lordy. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to our That 70s Show. Well, sorry, Debbie's That 70s Show's fan. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, anyway, beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to show your support to the Nasty Woman Club platform, please leave a five star review. Every share, every rating, and every review helps grow this independent platform and also helps me give. Oh no, and also helps me with bragging rights, so I can brag about my platform to my partner, to my in-laws, to my family, and to the people I hate on my social media account that I used to go to high school with. What, what? What, what? Anyway, I will be in your ears again on Thursday, hopefully for a more serious conversation that's less wine drunk, that's going to be like a proper interview, not literally a drunk Daniel. Ta-da! Ta-da! I think about six minutes for a second. Titty sprinkles! Titty sprinkles! That's another quote, guys. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I'm your host, Demi Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.